Hello everybody. Welcome back. I am back and I am recording from my car. Uh, so if you can hear my air conditioning blasting in the background, I'm sorry, but it is hot here and I have to have it on. And I'm recording from my car because it has been a very busy week and I'm currently at my daughter's swim practice because she is in the throes of her swim season. And for any of you out there who have children who play sports, you know how crazy it can get with all of the games and the practices and all of the things. And so there's been a lot of swim stuff going on this week on top of me working a bunch of days at my new job. Um, And so I just have had zero time. I've had zero time to sit down and talk to you guys, but I had to sit down and talk to you guys today because I have something to say. But before I go into that, the main topic of the episode, I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about a product that I've been using that has actually really been helping me through this busy time in my life. Uh, The name of this product is Magic Mind. And I did not seek out this product. This product actually found me, and I'll tell you how in a minute, but uh, oh my gosh, it is changing the game for me. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I don't do well with caffeine. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink caffeinated tea. I just, caffeine makes me feel anxious or more anxious than usual, jittery, I always crash after I drink coffee. It'll like make me spaz out for a minute, like too much energy. And then I'll feel like dead after it wears off. Um, so caffeine, yeah, doesn't work for me. I don't like it. Um, so I just stay away from it. But you know, when life gets so busy and hectic and you got a lot going on, sometimes you can start to feel really drained. Even if you're getting enough sleep and even if you're doing all the things, which I haven't been getting enough sleep lately, to be honest, but, um, it can, yeah, you can start to feel exhausted. And that is what was happening to me. And this was like a couple months ago now, um, that all of this started happening. Um, I was in school, um, I thought I was hiding it well, but one of my, or my professor pulled me aside during class one day and was like, Hey, are you okay? Because you seem kind of out of it lately. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) how embarrassing. I was like, I didn't know it was that obvious. Yes, I am out of it. Sorry. Um, it's not you, your lectures aren't boring. They actually kind of were, but whatever. (laughs) Um, but I just, yeah, I just told him I have a lot, I have a lot going on, dude, but don't worry. Um, I'm fine. (laughs) It was nice of him that he was concerned. Uh, but anyway, shortly after that episode happened, uh, I was contacted by the people at magic mind. They were asking me if I just wanted to give their product a try. Normally I would be like, no thanks to a product like this because I saw that it had caffeine in it and I saw that it was like an energy sort of thing. And I was like, nah, those don't work for me. But I figured I would look into it at least because I was kind of desperate. And I was like, I'm feeling really drained. And uh, maybe this is the universe throwing me a bone. So I did research it. It took me a little while to respond to them because I really wanted to think about it because they were just going to send me some for free. And I was like, to try And I was like, you know, I don't want to take a free product if I'm not for sure that I'm going to actually use it, you know? Um, so 
I, uh, I told them, yeah, send it over. I'll give it a try. They did. I did. I liked it. And I've been drinking it. I've been using it. I've been drinking it at work. It's really been helping me through. And what I like about it is that it gives you kind of like a nice, gentle, sustained energy boost. It's not like um, coffee when I typically drink coffee. Um, it just, it, I just feel like I'm awake and focused. Uh, it does have some ingredients in it that help with focus um, and that help with um, calming. It's like calming stuff. Uh, the reason that the caffeine in it, I think doesn't affect me in a crazy way is that the caffeine is from matcha. And when I was researching, cause you know, I was, um, I learned that matcha is actually like a really, uh, slowly metabolized type of caffeine. And so it doesn't give you that big, crazy energy, jolty, anxiety inducing spike. Um, so yeah, I really like this product and that's why I decided to go ahead and talk to you guys about it. And I ordered more already for myself. I paid for it this time cause I was like, yeah, I like it. So I'm going to start using it. Um, so if I'm willing to spend money on it and willing to talk to you guys about it, it must be good. So if any of you out there are like me and have a problem with caffeine, or if you're a person who maybe just wants to cut back on your coffee intake, or maybe you need something like in the afternoon, that's real quick. Like I said, these are like a little energy shot. So it's in a teeny tiny little bottle. It's super cute actually the way it's packaged. Um, and so you can just drink it down real quick. It's not like a big drink that you have to drink over a long period of time, which works great for me. Cause like I said, my new job is really busy and I don't have a lot of time to be sitting there. You know, I work in a hospital, so I'm not going to have a drink with me or available to me, like sitting out if I have to drink it for a long period of time. So I'm going to give you guys a link and a discount code. I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. So you can just go click on that, use the discount code, um, and you can get up to 50% off your first order of Magic Mind. Uh, the link is magicmind.com slash mjtasha. That's my name, M-J-T-A-C-I-A. And the code is uh, Melissa20, M-E-L-I-S-S-A. That's me, 20. Um, so go give it a try. And if any of you guys like it, let me know because I'm curious uh, if other people are going to love it as much as I do. I'm really happy that I finally found a product that can give me some energy when I need it that doesn't make me feel like I'm going to explode with anxiety. So it's amazing. Um, that being said, okay, let me get into the, the meat and potatoes of this episode, the vegan meat and potatoes of this episode. I started my new job. Um, I really like it actually, which I'm surprised by, but I can't tell if I really like it or if it's just the dopamine, because you know, when you start something new and you're getting all of the, like the fresh dopamine hits from doing something like having all these new tasks and being in a new place and learning new things. And so I'm like, okay, I hope I really like it when this dopamine levels out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. I'm really pleasantly surprised because, you know, going back into nursing, I was really nervous, uh, cause my previous experience with nursing was not good. Um, 
but so far this job has been has been okay it's just it's really busy and it's really fast-paced uh which i don't mind i prefer that actually uh but it is a lot like by the end of the day my feet hurt you know you barely have a moment to sit down you're on the go all the time which is great for my adhd brain it's perfect but like my by the end of the day my autism brain is like really overwhelmed and i get home and i'm like oh shut down time and i just like go get under my weighted blanket and watch some episodes of the walking dead and uh disassociate so um the main thing i want to talk about is the person who is orienting me at work the other nurse that i'm working with who's shown me the ropes um she has kind of inspired me in a weird way because okay let me start by saying like the first day I worked with her she's she's very um she seems like a very like confident outgoing um outspoken person which is like (laughs) I feel like the opposite of how I come off is at least as far as like the outgoing outspoken part um And so I was like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know. I kind of, I like being around people like that because I'm, I don't see myself as that. And sometimes, um, being around people like that feels kind of like good to me for some reason. I don't know, because it's maybe because it's sort of like a yin and yang and I don't know. I feel like if I'm with someone else who's like more quiet and subdued like me, like things can get boring. I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, someone needs to say something now. Um, so I was like, cool. This girl's like really, she seems outgoing. She's a really good nurse. She's really knowledgeable. But on the first day we worked together, she just, something happened and she was like, oh yeah, we were talking about something. I don't even remember how it came up, but she said, oh yeah, I'm bipolar. And there, there was a reason why she said that. And I don't remember the context, but she, she just came out with it. She was like, Oh yeah, I'm bipolar. And I was like taken aback because most people who are bipolar don't just like openly talk about it like that, you know? And I was like, Oh wow. Like that's kind of cool that she's very open about that, especially at work. And especially around someone new who she doesn't know, like me, like we'd only known each other a couple hours And, uh, I was just like, huh, interesting. And I'm with her every ship. Like she's my, she's my permanent, like orientator person. So I've been with her every single shift. Um, and orientation goes on for a long time in the hospital. So I'm going to have like several more weeks of orientation. So we'll get to know each other real well, but, um, yeah, I was just sort of like waiting for an opportunity for that to like come back around in the conversation because I wanted to sort of pick her brain about how she is so comfortable being really open about that because to me it's inspiring because that's how I really thought I wanted to be about my autism diagnosis it's really when I, before I was diagnosed and I was waiting and I was like, you know, if this is it, I'm just gonna like be open and be loud and be proud about it and try and like change the stereotypes and whatever. Um, 
And the reason, so it finally did come back up in conversation between the two of us at work. And the way it came up is that we were talking about, we got on the topic of mental health issues um, and like the mental health system. Cause I used to work in psych. I used to work in mental health nursing. Um, and we were talking a little bit about that and like how broken the system is and stuff. And she's like, um, you know, people are so afraid to talk about mental health and mental illness. And she's like, that's why I'm so open about being bipolar. She's like, because people like, if we just talk about it more and see that there are bipolar people around us everywhere and they're like living their lives and being regular and they're likable and they're, you know, capable. And she's like, there's just such a stigma. And I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) you're so right. And so I, I opened up to her and I'm like, you know, uh, I totally get it. Uh, I'm autistic. And she's like, what you are. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, wow. And I'm like, yeah. And the way that you talk so openly about being bipolar, like I really admire that because I really would love to be able to be more open about my diagnosis too. Um, the fear of being like treated differently or discriminated against has really held me back. And, uh, we, we just got into a really good conversation about how like, yeah, she has experienced that sometimes, sometimes people hear the word bipolar and they get really turned off or they start treating her differently. Um, or they avoid her altogether. And she's like, Oh, well, like that's the way I weed out people in my life who aren't going to be, um, you know, supportive of me or useful to me, or, you know, maybe would walk away after a while anyway. Um, you know, if, if I tell someone I'm bipolar and they're just like, Oh, cool. Or like whatever. And they don't care and don't give it a second thought. Um, then I know that that person is probably just like a cool person who doesn't like discriminate against people for that kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's, that's true. And then I'm like, God, but that's so much easier said than done. Cause I've definitely had that conversation with myself where I'm like, you know, if people don't like it, you know, if I'm out and I'm proud and people don't like it, then those people can just go like, take a long walk off a short pier. As my grandpa used to say, uh, like, hit the road, like, get out of here. I don't, I don't need people like that in my life anyway. But then when it comes down to it, I I am really afraid of judgment. I am really afraid of being treated differently or viewed differently. And it's, this has been like a constant struggle for me. And I so wish that I could get on the same level as this girl who I'm working with. Cause I just love it. I just love that she doesn't give a flying freaking frack about whatever anyone's going to think about her. Um, and we were talking about something about the ADA at work and she openly said like in front of multiple coworkers, she's like, yeah, she's like, I, I have, I have two things that are considered, uh, a disability by the ADA. So like take that or whatever, just like being funny. And I was like, how do you talk so openly about this? Like, yeah, teach me. Um, so I think for me, it just, it has to do with deeper issues. I know that like trying to kind of like 
fit in always my whole life and be seen as quote unquote normal. And those are hard habits to break when you've had that for so many years, that way of thinking for so many years, you know, your whole life basically has been like, oh, I don't want anyone to know this thing about me or that thing about me or I need to act right. I need to be what people, you know, I need to fit into this thing that people expect. So breaking free of that and just being who I am and being open about that and honest and in a in a vocal way, like verbally, you know, putting out there that I'm autistic, um, that's, it's terrifying. But I feel like probably if you start doing it, the more you do it, the easier it would get and the better it's going to feel after a while. It's just the first initial, like, yeah, it's like getting into a swimming pool, you know, you're like, it's cold at first, but the longer, you know, the more you get in and the more you're, the longer you're in there, the better, you know, then you acclimate and you're like, fine. I guess I I just came up with a swimming (laughs) metaphor because I'm sitting here uh, watching my daughter swim in a pool. Um, but it is kind of like that, you know, it's like, but can I, you know, it's like painful when you try and get into water that's cold and you're doing it like on the side where you're going down the steps and it's like it hits your feet and then your ankles and then your knees and then your crotch why is it the worst when it gets to your crotch it's like so cold and also like your chest area um but you're getting in super slowly and it's just like uh, every little step is kind of like oh god until you're all the way in and you're in there for a minute and you're like oh this isn't so bad it's actually kind of warm in here it's actually kind of nice um I'm one of those people that's how I get into the pool, even though I know from experience that if I just jump in off the side, it's over with quick. Like you get an initial cold burst when you first hit the water, but then you're good. You acclimate way faster. So I think I need to apply this metaphor to life, maybe. (laughs) And uh, maybe just try and jump in. I don't know if work will be the place to do it, but I do want to really try and start talking a little bit more about autism. I thought that's what I was going to be doing. And I do, I talk about it a lot with you guys. I talk about it a lot in spaces where I feel safe talking about it. Um, but you guys don't need me to talk about it as much as other people need in the way, in the sense that like other people need to hear it because they have a um, skewed idea of what autism is. That's why they need to hear it. You guys know. You guys are in the know. You're here because you know the things and we're just like talking about it together on the same level, most of us really. Um, But I need to, I just, I don't know if I need to, but I really want to bring other people up to this level, like fill them in start breaking the stereotypes. Also, um, I got to say this coworker and I did end up getting into a pretty interesting conversation where after I told her that I have autism and ADHD, the combo meal, she was like, really? And she's like, I, you know, to be honest, she said, I have wondered about ADHD 
for myself and more recently um, autism a little bit too. And I'm like, of course you have because you're diagnosed bipolar and you're a woman and you know, I'm like, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not your psychiatrist. I don't know what you got going on outside of work. But like there were several moments at work that I looked at her and I'm like, she definitely has ADHD. (laughs) She's definitely one of us in that regard. I can't say about the autism piece of it, but it could definitely also be there because there were another few times that I was like, Oh man, I'm sensing a little bit of the tism too. Um, so it was just kind of funny that she brought that up that she had been curious about that lately because she had seen some stuff about it and like bipolar never really felt quite right to her. And I told her like, Hey, a lot of people, women in particular, uh, that's a very common misdiagnosis for women with ADHD and autism. Both is to get either a bipolar diagnosis or a borderline personality diagnosis that is not correct. So I told her like, if you're doubting your bipolar diagnosis, you should probably talk to your doctor about it. Um, your psychiatrist who manages your meds, but I warned her, you know, they may not be open-minded to this conversation and that, you know, we had a whole talk about what a struggle it is to get properly evaluated and diagnosed as a woman, as an adult woman, particularly. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's that. I'm just so like in awe of this person for just being so true to who she is and not giving a rat's little booty. I try so hard not to curse on this podcast because I know little kids listen. I mean, I don't know how little kids, but like I know kids, some kids listen. I've had a couple of kids email me who listen to the podcast. Hi, children who have emailed me. Even if I haven't emailed you back yet, I do. I have read a good portion of the emails in my inbox and some of them come from kids and it makes me so happy that kids listen to my podcast. I think that's so cool. Uh, but I do try and keep it clean for that purpose. Not that kids aren't hearing curse words everywhere nowadays, but you know, uh, anyway, she doesn't give a care. She doesn't give a care what people think she really doesn't like, it's not just an act. She just doesn't. And I'm like, I hope that working with this person over the next uh, several more weeks. <laughs> I hope I start to have some of that energy rub off on me. You know, I think we could all use a little more of that energy, but so many of us are so afraid for good reason, because we've been made to be afraid and ashamed of who we are and of speaking up and of being comfortable in our own skin and of not caring what people think, you know? So, uh, anyway, that's my story hope you guys liked it. (laughs) Uh, Getting ready to go to London soon. So I'm kind of freaking out about that because there's just so much to do. Got a few days before we leave, but I'm super, super stoked to go overseas. Um, And uh, yeah, as you know, from my episodes on vacations and traveling, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack when it comes to traveling, no pun intended. Uh, There's a lot that goes into it. Um, especially a trip this big where we're going to be so far from home, but I'll be fine. I'm coping. I'm coping fine. I'm going to have some Xanax for the plane ride and, uh, it'll be fine. It'll be good. I'm sure. So, uh, London people, I'll be in your neck of the woods this week. Anyway, 
I better get going. I want to go catch the last part of my daughter's swim practice. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening again. Um, oh, the store. The, oh, that's just my autism store. I added some stuff, guys. And I'm going to keep adding more stuff as I, as I get ideas for stuff. And um, I already have a lot of ideas. I have them all written down. It's just sitting down to be able to like design stuff and post it up on the store. It's just kind of time consuming. I haven't had time lately, but I am going to add more stuff to the store. But I already added a bunch of cute stuff, stuff that I think is cool, stuff that came out of my own brain. So if you want to go check that out, I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes as well. Um, help support the podcast and you get some cool merch. Um, also if you want to join the Patreon, that's $5 a month and gray has been joining me for those Patreon bonus episodes every month. Uh, this past month or this month in June, um, we talked about our queerness since it's pride month. We talked about our queerness and how we sort of came into knowing ourselves in those very specific ways. And we touched on everything in this episode. We talked about, um, gray being non-binary and both of us, you know, coming out and different types of sexualities and how those of us who are on the spectrum, um, are more likely to be LGBTQ. Um, and we even talked a little bit about polyamory and Gray and I discovered a little something about each other here on that topic. So it was kind of interesting. It's a long episode. We talked for like an hour and a half about this stuff, but it's it's a topic that's very near and dear to us, obviously, as queer and neurodivergent people. And so happy Pride Month, everyone. Uh, if you want to listen to that episode, go join the Patreon. I will leave the... Uh, link in the show notes as well. Everything's always in the show notes. You guys know that. Um, okay. Done talking. I'm going to let you guys go. I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.